that so many people go through these days. They get these strokes and maybe they're, they're numb for a while and just depending. It, it, what, what's going on in the blood that causes this? Well, stroke, we call stroke when part of a major organ that you need for living, like brain or heart, uh, becomes deprived of oxygen. Deprived of oxygen. Okay. Yeah. There is no oxygen, there is no energy, and stops working. Okay. And now, what can cause this deprivation of oxygen? Well, doctors always say, we have to be careful. You have thick blood. We have to get blood thinners. Mm. Otherwise, they give a blood you thinner. can get stroke. Right. 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 Otherwise, you can get stroke. Right. Well, what they mean is that when blood is dehydrating, when blood is thick, the electromagnetic uh, repelling is also lowered because you have a toxic blood, your cells are dehydrated, they are low on energy, and their magnetic field is low. So all the particles clump together. They get much closer together. Ah. And they can even clump because there is no rep repelling going on. And... Uh, Doctors are afraid that this can cause damage that will trigger coagulation, reparation. And small coagulum, if it's formed, it can then go and block one of the small arteries in a heart or in a brain mm -hmm. and deprive it of oxygen and you get stroke. Okay, and you can die. So to prevent this, coagulation process, they give you what they call blood thinner. It's anticoagulant because nobody is diluting blood. They are just preventing coagulation. But now you are going into a real problem because you already have thick blood. You already have cellular problem of wow. dehydration. Wow. Your arteries are already very fragile. Mm -hmm. So one wrong step can shake your brain enough to break little artery. And now you have anticoagulant, so blood starts seeping out and cannot coagulate, and accumulates and creates pressure. Coagul it basically pushes on a brain. And this part of the brain now doesn't have circulation, doesn't get oxygen, and you get stroke. Same can happen in a car, in a heart. So you are creating strokes by giving yeah. the anticoagulants. That's why m some people, Dr. Jennifer Daniels and others on our show, she's a regular, has said that she's looked at that when they give the blood thinners, there's actually more evidence of stroke afterwards. Right. Then, wow. Right. Wow. And only when you look at physics, okay, isn't this kind of obvious that if you have a small piece of coagulum, that can uh, lodge itself in little artery and not allow blood to pass, isn't it logical that higher pressure is going to pop it through? Higher pressure is going to pop it through. Yeah, higher pressure of the blood. You have higher pressure of the hose, it is going to push something that would be normally stuck in lower pressure. Right. So you should have actually be less in danger of heart stroke with higher blood pressure. Wow. But, and this is probably also one reason why body increases pressure. So things can 
pass through oh. that are now thicker and wow. but then we it knows we are what it's doing. to normalize yeah. things right it knows what it's doing wow so does it all though harken back to um is the sea salt the the mother load for this hydration that you we keep bringing up is it well blood plasma is exact replica of seawater hmm. only oh. with slightly less minerals same minerals but less less, less. and body is a adjusted robot with a robot with sensors programs and parameters and if some mineral exceeds the limit it is going to be eliminated so why now it is important to understand how much salt to take because every healer forget about doctors they are not healers they actually create diseases this is what they are schooled to do but healers they know that to heal someone you have to first clean them up so what you get is purge and purges how they are done through some toxic plant you are ingested and increases the toxicity of the blood in such a level that it doesn't kill you but it triggers the alarm that it has to no matter how low it is on plasma it has to get this stuff out and you go into detox system and vibration of detoxification and you throw out now this toxic material that you ingested and with it you throw out more, most of the other garbage that was in the blood you cannot body is not selective when it's detoxifying it's detoxifying if it's not if it it's not so it's one way or the other mm. so now instead of poisoning the body because when you poison the body cells cringe so initially they squeeze some toxin out but they close the pores the cells cellular pores and nothing can penetrate that's their defense but also nothing can come out so they remain toxic and as the body cleanses the blood slowly uh blood becomes cleaner and cell starts relaxing and the poison from the cell starts seeping in the blood and make it toxic in a couple of months it's as toxic as it was before so you have to repeat these this cleansing processes if you really want to benefit your health but what i'm doing instead of poisoning the body i'm using the knowledge about how the robot functions that it is going to eliminate surplus so instead of giving a toxic plant or venom to do the detox i'm increasing the salt level mineral level hmm. And as the mineral level goes over the radar, body is forced to eliminate it and goes into detox. And at the same time, cleanses everything else that is in the blood that should not be there. Wow. So without poisoning, you are achieving the same thing even better because you can stay in this forever. And we are living in very toxic environment and minerals will not cringe the cells cell stays open it loves minerals so you can be as salty as you want you, you can actually drink pure salt water and you are just going to have permanent diarrhea and cleansing and cleansing and cleansing and no ill effect whatsoever 
But heaven's been known where people that were stranded out in the ocean, if you drink salt water, you, it would just kill you, though, wouldn't it, straight away? No. No? No, this is what we are being told. Really? But only when we observe every survivor that was at sea mm-hmm. for months or longer and survived is because was drinking seawater. Is that right? Yeah. Right. And seawater hydrates you, actually cleanses you, and nourishes you because it's plankton, small life forms that you swallow and they nourish you. Not enough, so you lose your weight also. But there was this one, I think, Japanese sailor that was stuck because his boat broke down Mm -hmm. uh, alone fishing. And he took uh, a garment and seawater, pushed it through, and then ate whatever was left in there. And then he ate the he ate the garment. The plankton, the plankton. Oh, you know, you, you put seawater and then squeeze out, yeah. and water comes out, and the little bigger pieces stay there. So he would eat that plankton that is there, and then suck on the seawater that is trapped in the uh, garment because uh, he thought, okay, at least a little less salt will come. Well, that doesn't work. You get the same amount of salt. But we can drink. I did it. I had to make this experiment when I came to this. You, when you drank this came water? to me, yeah. I was lived on a, a living on a yacht, and I just went down and started drinking seawater. Of course, first time I tried, I almost threw up because <laughs> I got the closing down of epiglottis syndrome because right. we are not used to drink so salty. Seawater is extremely salty. And... Uh, it took me like four days before I could drink it with a, my jar. And then I continued just drinking pure seawater with the jar. And uh, I start having my skin white. I realized that my body is expelling the surplus of the salt through the skin. Uh, and when I rubbed my skin, the salt was coming off. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and I got diarrhea constantly. I bet so, yeah. Uh, too much, too much minerals. So body detoxifies, yeah. takes them out, but stays healthy because you are not poisoning it in any way or shape, and you are giving enough water because it uses part of the water. Your urine becomes saltier than the seawater, and you just get out the surplus of the salt, and you live perfectly. There is absolutely no problem drinking seawater, and saves your life. Yeah. Wow. So, so if you were out in the ocean, you wouldn't then drink your pee, would you? Would you, you let that go? No. Yeah, let that go. Seawater. Just see. No. Um. So, uh, you're talking about detox. I mean, are there things that you do? I know you do consultations with people that they take or do to to make this whole detox thing. Other than the right food and the salt and the right that, do you do other things? to manipulate the detoxification process? Well, the healing can be done in many ways. Because, again, when we look at it from a quantum point of view, uh, disease is nothing more than a wrongly vibrating state right. of part of your body. The vibration okay? is just off. Right. 
vibe. It's all about vibration. But we are programmed to vibrate correctly. And we start vibrating wrong under influence of toxins. And when our ability to resist uh, the other vibration occurs. Now, lower your own of voltage, lower electrical charge that your, your cells have, the L is the vibration. If you are in perfect environment, which means if you eat correctly and there is no toxicity anywhere, so everything vibrates correctly, everything is tuned correctly. So even if you have low voltage, you still vibrate correctly. But if you're in a toxic environment, which means there is out-of-tune frequency within your field, energetic field, then if cellular vibration is very weak, this wrong vibration may influence shift. And then shift of your cellular vibration becomes manifested as a problem or disease. Now, you can either get rid of these toxins so they don't interfere with your vibration, which is detox process, or you can simply increase the cellular voltage. But it is difficult to increase cellular voltage when cell is dehydrated and toxic hmm. because simply it cannot hold the electric charge. Hmm. Makes sense. But there is a, but there is a trick because our body, every hour of our cells is constantly being plugged in directly into electric outlet, which is our heart. Hmm. So heart produces the electric charge, shoots it to the brain, brain fractals it like a prism, fractals a light waves and you see different colors. Yes. Brain fractals the frequencies and different part of brain supplies now the electric voltage in different frequency to organ that resonates with this frequency. Okay, so our body resonates with variety of frequencies that distinguish us. That, that's why we see different organs, different cells, all different frequencies. But the brain can replicate any frequency. So as long as you allow that all the energy coming from brain is fractured and spread through the body. Doesn't matter how toxic you are, your voltage is going to be high and you will be perfectly, perfectly healthy. And, but and how do we stay you, in, that, in that thing? Well, if you unplug organ out from this, which means if you deprive it this energy and the cell is toxic, well, now you are going into problems. And how do we lower, number one, overall the voltage in the body? Through fear. Fear. Wow. Because when you, when you are in a fear, it's a general fear. The whole brain is broadcasting. And when, as it broadcasts, it uses the energy to broadcast and doesn't send it to the cells. Mm. Interesting. So... Fear is our worst enemy. Number one. Wow. Right. And because of toxic body, you cannot hold the frequency, becomes so 
our immunity to diseases is only one and has nothing to do with immunoglobulins, proteins, and all this all crap we are being told. About immune, yeah, immune system. It's all about immunity towards shifting your frequency. And you do it with increasing the cellular voltage. And the cellular voltage you can increase by dropping the fear factor. Wow. Do not be in a fear. Immediately you are going to have much more electrical coverage in the body. But then you can have a specified fears. And Dr. Hammer talks about it, but before him, there are many people already spoke about this, that certain emotion uh, emotions affect certain organs. Yes. And uh, this is also related to thoughts, because every thought has particular frequency to it. Now, if the thought resembles the frequency of one of your organs, and you are dwelling on this thought, then you are, this particular frequency you are wasting, you are broadcasting it, and it doesn't go into the organ. And this is how, for example, a woman that is dehydrated and toxic and has a problem with a child, worries about child, for whatever reason, the thought of child has the same vibratory frequency of her left breast. And she starts developing tumor of the left breast. Mm. Because as the voltage drops, cell goes into proliferation. If it is so toxic that it cannot hold any electric charge, and we know that cancer cells are very toxic. They're like prunes. They're completely dehydrated. So they cannot hold electric charge. And if you disconnect them from a brain source by transmitting the thought, then the cell goes into proliferation, tries to bag the garbage in one side, splitting with membrane, and then tries to achieve with the side that is cleaner the proper voltage but it cannot achieve it in this state so if energy didn't come from heart it goes into proliferation again and again and again and the tissue starts growing you have a tumor growing up. You have a tumor Press okay it's nothing more than proliferation of cells yeah. just keeps going going because you cannot establish the voltage and this is why the easiest way to overcome cancer, well, easiest on a paper, is to stop transmitting that particular frequency. So it can, a voltage can go into this organ. Well, but how to make yourself, because again, you are concerned about something. This is why I'm broadcasting. Right. So how can you unconcern yourself? Yeah. Okay, this is... Well, the way how I guide people uh, among also using the cleansing process, number one, use the cleansing, hydration cleansing, correct your diet, so then you are pro projecting the correct frequencies into your tissue. And then you have to now drop the fear or drop, somehow disconnect from this thought that is constantly bothering you. And the easiest way to do it is immersing yourself into something that you really, really love to do. Mm -hmm. So 
if you love to uh, do mountain climbing, then just go, pack up and go and mountain climb. Because now you have to think about balance, you're enjoying what you're doing. There is no time to think about a problem. And as soon as you do it, your voltage starts rising because your heart gets connected to the organ and bingo, cancer goes away. You can clear out of, in, in a month, you can be free of can any cancer, no matter how much your body is in cancer, you can completely clear cancer if you can do this. Because you, you can you've stayed yourself. out of fear and out of that energy right. looping back and forth right. by just doing something you love and staying there and yeah. focusing on that. Right. Yeah. And I, not only the cancer goes away, everything. but every other disease, every other problem goes away because you have prepared, your, you increase the voltage and you have reestablished correct vibration. Hmm. And correct vibration is projected through your senses as a health. Fascinating. Wonderful stuff uh, with uh, Darko Velchek. Uh, this is from Paul. He's in the UK. Can you have an idea of how long it would take to rehydrate a body to say someone of about 60? Or then 60, or I'm, I'm 67. So, and for me, it takes, after every experiment I do, to rehydrate back, it takes several months, six, mm -hmm. seven months. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a process. Uh, and uh, I'm not very toxic. It's just pure dehydration because I start experimenting eating something I should not, and I stopped cellular hydration. And this was enough. It's like a vegan. You know, you get skinny, you get dehydrated, you get frail, but you still don't show disease because you are not very toxic, but you are dehydrated. And uh, if you remain in that state, then you start becoming toxic on cellular level and uh, problems happen. So time, you can never predict how long it will somebody take, sure. but you can see the symptoms. You can see how dehydrated you are and how toxic you are by the symptoms that you start showing when you start hydrating yourself. And uh, oh, You mean something will show that's different when you start getting hydrated? Yeah, because it depends on how toxic you are, uh, mm. how dehydrated you are, and how damaged you are. So two or three different factors are there that will be shown to you uh, in a form of symptoms during the hydration and cleansing and healing process. Because one pulls the other, pulls the other. So it's a continuous process. I got you. Dr. Valchek, if you... Uh, Want to join us before we let him go back to work, whatever he does? Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com, or you can call. Here is an email from Naringa. It's an interesting name. Um, what about pollution in the ocean and seawater? Should you run it through the filter or cloth? Well, we are being purposely always scared most of things which we need the most. Okay. <laughs> and that are most beneficial. I see. Okay. So yeah. I would not worry about any of this pollution. And if you want, you can run the seawater through coffee filter just to get the bigger particles out of there. Uh, and also, if you want to store it, remember seawater is full of life. And um, if you take it out of 
uh, its element, the sea life starts dying, and then it starts falling apart and brings bad odor to the whole thing. So it is good to filter it and then put in refrigerator and mix it seawater with drinking water. There is no particular level of salinity that you should achieve. You have to feel that it's salty. And this is going to change. At the beginning, just drop of seized water in drinking water will seem salty. But after a couple of days, we will have to put maybe um, one shot glass of seawater to feel that it's salty. And a couple of weeks later, maybe you will have to put the glass of seawater in a liter of seawater to see it's salty. Because you start adjusting your palate to the environment, to the salinity, and you tolerate it better and better. For just to raise the plasma level, small amount of seawater mixed with drinking water is enough, or or half a teaspoon of sea, sea salt, salt with a but what yeah, about his question? He's questioning that the sea salt itself could be polluted because the oceans are so polluted. But you're you're saying that that's not necessarily true. Well, when you look at seawater, it's a crystal clear. Okay, so very difficult to find a cleaner environment than this. Mm. Or the garbage usually floats on a surface or settles to the bottom. So just stick, close the bottle with a, with a finger, stick your hand in a water arm deep, and fill the butter, and you have pretty clean water, unless it is somewhere where the sea is turbulent. Sure, yeah, you know, yeah. That's different yeah. stuff. And sea salt also is being taken. Now, this is one trick. The Solanas that evaporate seawater, they are selling you two different types of salt. Well, let's say the one in France does it. They scoop the one from the surface when when the water becomes so dehydrated that it starts making little surface crust. They scoop that up and they sell it under name Flor de Mar, Flower of the Sea. I've seen that. And yeah. they say it's the purest, purest salt and they sell it twice as expensive. And then the rest is the sediment that stays on the bottom. They scoop it. It sometimes get also a little dirty with the sediment from the soil where it's scooped, which doesn't make any difference because it's heavier than than minerals in, that are in salt. And when you put them in the water and you stir them, then salt basically becomes colloid. It's disturbed, distributed equally through the water, and the heavier sediment just stays on the bottom, and you don't have to drink it. I don't care, I drink the whole stuff. <laughs> uh, but now the trick is, we are paying more money for, for the flower salt, which is from the tap, but considering that all the dirty oils and dirt flows on the tap, this is big scam. So you're actually getting, in my opinion, worse quality salt. Oh. Uh, so we just have to think really rationally about everything we do and everything we hear. Uh, Kerry writes in, in the last show with Darko, he said that Celtic, that Celtic sea salt that you can get online is a good one. Is is that correct? She's asking. Well, Celtic or Celtic is one of the most popular brands 
because they have a good distribution. They, you know, it's all about advertising. Sure. Uh, but also, I have heard that sometimes there is a bad batching there because now people think the darker is the salt, the better it is, more minerals it has. So what they do, they mix it with dirt. Oh, good. Because salt is white, slightly gray. Okay, slightly gray. If it is too too dark or, or some other color, it's a sediment. And uh, it could be toxic. So if you are buying Celtic Cecil, check the package. If it's too dark, I recommend don't buy it. <laughs> buy the lighter one. Okay, uh, it's it's a uh, Solanas are almost in every country that has a sea exposure. So fabulous salt is coming from Bahamas. Fabulous salt is coming from France, from uh, from uh, uh, Portugal, uh, Spain, Croatia, Ninska salt from Nin. Fabulous. Okay, so they are even Nordic salt because they are using the hot steam coming from the volcano and they are using it to heat uh, seawater to evaporate it and then use that salt fabulous salt nordic nordic sea okay salt. so yeah. the the important thing is that salt has not been manipulated so right. you have to read the label and that it doesn't say that it was bleached see how they that do it, it was right. cleansed not iodide because iodine is toxic right the one that they put in i would think iceland don't they have some really clear beautiful water up that way can you get icelandic sea, well yes sea you can say but but then again remember uh, russians lost a lot of submarines <laughs> and they were nuclear <laughs> okay. and you have nuclear pollution coming <laughs> but you have currents that take the things all over the place i think that it doesn't matter where the salt comes from because currents take this uh stuff throughout the planet yeah. You don't want to buy salt from a close sea, like a like a dead sea. All right. Yeah, it's a more concentrated, but it doesn't have uh, access to a circulating ocean. So it's limited on minerals, and I don't trust it. Interesting. Uh, Jeffrey wants to know, what does your guest think about the best way to exercise the heart muscle? So the heart itself, um, long ago we used to think that running 20 miles was doing it, you know, with the, remember back in the days, but that's been proven not to be the best way to exercise the heart, right? Well, muscle gets its exercised all the time. Muscle works constantly. Muscle, what it needs to, to be strong is to need to work, okay? And the size of the muscle is going to be calibrated towards the necessity of the pressure that it has to create. Mm. So if you are exercising hard, you are going to need higher blood pressure. More blood has to be delivered. You have to cool the organs. You have to supply oxygen. You have to supply nutrients. So, of course, the muscle is going to be fuller of blood and it will grow bigger. Mm. Uh, people that have, a, let's say, problem with uh, valve, heart valve, and they have a seepage, so heart has to work a little faster and a little stronger to keep up with this loss of blood, starts increasing in size because muscle, muscle grows 
the more it has to perform, the stronger it has to become, it grows larger. Hmm. But in no way or shape it is become sickly as doctors are projecting it. Oh, you have enlarged heart because of this. You are in a danger. You are not in danger. Your heart is stronger. <laughs> no danger. Okay? And then when you fix this heart problem, and you don't need surgery, because heart valve starts leaking when it dehydrates, the edges shrink up, it loses the tension, starts collapsing, and doesn't close properly. Okay, and you fix it with hydration, not with surgery. So we have to know the truth, which almost nobody knows. Wow. This is secret. Many have argued over the years, uh, not many, but some, that the idea of doing a burst exercise of 15, 30, 45 seconds full on is very valuable for the heart because you kind of teach it to to be there if you need it. Do you think that's true? Well, peak exercise is okay, mm -hmm. but there is no particular exercise that is better than the other. Okay. You do something, heart has to pump, heart gets stronger. Yeah, it's just okay. the way it is, um, right? Just the way it yeah. is. Yeah. And also, you can influence everything. Remember, everything is also manifestation. Why all this grows? Because this is how your ego understands it. Okay, it works harder, it has to be stronger, it gets bigger. This is how you understand it, and this is how you project it and manifest it. But if you can convince your ego that your heart is strong or stronger, your heart is going to be strong and stronger. You are going to manifest. It just will, because you believe it. Yeah. Because you believe it. And bodybuilders use this technique. Yeah. This is not only lifting weights. They spend a lot of time, every time before they go to bed, and every time they wake up, remember, their goal is to have big muscles. Right. So they have posters of big muscles all around <laughs> them. Every morning they look how big is the muscle. Right. Okay. And they always think about, okay, I'm, I'm exercising, I'm dick, uh, and you can this focus on the muscle that you're working on, right? That mind-body. Increasing body the muscle, have, yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm exercising, I don't know, effectively maybe 10 minutes a day and not every day. And uh, I cannot now lift the shirt, but I have big muscles. Huh. Because I just, I'm, I got once disappointed as a youngster, not knowing any of this stuff. I was also in martial arts and I realized that it's not enough to, on a tournament. You need some muscle uh, weight to it. So I start lifting weights on top of this martial arts stuff. And uh, I got nice body with big muscles. And then I got uh, I, I get into motorcycle accident when I was 28. And just by being in hospital in bed for two months. It went away. And not eating the food. Not eating the food because the hospital food is to kill you. Right. And this is why they sell you medication, because you have to survive their food. <laughs> uh, I basically lost not only fat, but I lost all the muscles. Wow. I came out, I looked like I came from Biafra. I mean, I was sick. Wow. And I was so disappointed. All, all 20 years almost, I was working hard to get my body, you know, chicks. We always think about chicks and yeah, sure. you want to look good. So <laughs> getting this body going, 
and now I lost it all in two months. Wow. So fun. now I, yeah, I'm not torturing myself anymore with hard exercising. We have to exercise because body needs the movement. So again, our ego, this is how it understands it. It needs movement. But you can also just think about it. And you, if you can persuade your ego that you are exercising by thinking about exercising, you are going to have the same result. And my muscle grow just because I'm thinking before I exercise or when I go in front of the mirror, then I look at my hand, I'm, oh, it looks pretty good, you know, <laughs> and I see it bigger than it is. Right. And it's going to go there. It's going to limp and manifestation. It's all about manifestation. It's all about manifestation, yeah. So um, there's there's some people that argue that we should we need a little bit of starch or, or um, carb for the muscles to grow because the fat and the protein just don't do it. Is that what do you think about that? This is wrong. This is again. If you think so, remember ego manifests. If you think so, so then that's really the way it is. So, no, that's way. That's is. how it is. Hmm. Uh, if you don't think so, it's not how it is. <laughs> I I am not eating any carbohydrates. Nothing. And I have as big muscles as I want. Uh, if I want, I can have muscles like Arnold Schwarzenegger, but I don't want to because to me, this is burden. And body does not work with access. What it doesn't need, it doesn't cultivate. So if you lose weight, your bone get, bones get thinner. If you gain weight, your bones get thicker because they have to support, they adjust to demands of the nature of our understanding. I, I've not been able to gain any weight doing it's a fat and protein and eggs and milk and a lot of fat uh, for the six months or so. Um, but if I add a little bit of rice or potato, then I can gain some weight. So what 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 am I missing here? If if you want to gain well muscle, I want to gain body, muscle. I don't want to get fat. You know. Well, body is calibrated to store some fat because fat is reserve fuel. We run on right. fat. We don't run on sugar. Right. We run on sugar only when we make it this way, when we become glucoholics and eat carbohydrates, which we should not be eating. So if we eat correctly, and eating correctly means eating like we are programmed, uh, meat, animal products, milk, milk products, uh, eggs, and any kind of protein, animal animal protein, because plant proteins are completely different. They don't serve us. And um, then, and then uh, we fat, don't need right? to- Fat has to be in there, right? Fat. Fat, fat is the biggest supply because yeah. what is what is the energy? Caloric value is energetic value. Is how many, how much hydrogen do you bring in? Okay, hydrogen, when you drink hydrogenated water, when you inhale hydrogen, all this crap that you listen, that it's antioxidative and ta-da-da, this is nonsense. Hydrogen is pure energy. Hmm. What is voltage in physics? Hydrogen is in chemistry. So if you have if you have a plant of flowers. You put them in regular water, they, in a day or two, they start getting limp. You put them in hydrogenated water, they stay the same. 
because they are receiving energy constantly, pure energy, which normally they would have to create by breaking down carbohydrate. But they don't have to when energy is here. It's like you are plugging yourself in an electrical outlet to get electricity. You don't need generate. So that's okay, why so we like the hydrogen. It's just energy. It's not necessarily an antioxidant. Pure energy. Pure energy. Yeah, pure energy. Wow. And this way you don't have to you don't have to store it. You don't have to manipulate it. You don't have to make it. You don't have to waste energy to produce it. It's just there, given to you. One of my spiritual books long ago talked about this was a, 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 a spiritual master and he was giving a discourse to people and he was talking about the idea that hydrogen is the very first manifestation of divine spirit, the number one. Wow. Well, it's clean energy. Clean energy, it's just, a, it's just a pure. Voltage, voltage translated in our reality. Voltage. Because we cannot see voltage. Hydrogen, okay, we, we know what it is in our chemistry. Hmm. Voltage, it's imaginary. It's movement of electrons, uh, but electron doesn't really exist because particles don't exist. How does that work? Well, slightly different. <laughs> and hydrogen is on both sides of the periodic table, the only one. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Curious. Because again, the periodic table is our invention right. since right. atoms don't exist and protons, neutrons don't exist, which means the table is fake. Yeah, it's just made up. But what exists <laughs> is uh, sacred geometry on which all these energetic right. values are based. Right. So before we go, uh, Darko, well, thanks so much for coming on. We really had a good time. What are some of the... the, the, the uh, the memes out there that we're being told by a lot of people, in your opinion, that are just not so. Uh, Cowan and other people are talking about this whole idea of mitochondria and energy and all that, and that's all made up too. That that's just in the immune system, that's all made up. I mean, is there anything that we're being told that's true out there in the, in the world of healing? <laughs> well, look, a lot of things are true, because this is how our ego can Believe. understand it to manifest it. Yes, sir. Right. Okay. Right. But if you take ego out of the equation, right, then all you have left is energy, pure energy, in variety of frequencies. That's all that is. Sacred geometry. Also, yeah. If we get out of the ego and we realize that we're spiritual beings, then all there is is God, and that's it. I mean, that's it. Just in God, and let's party down. <laughs> that's it well we still have the specific vibrations right so even when you are in this uh, pure energy stage you still are you okay you are part of me right and part of everybody who is listening and part of everything that is but still it's you right because this is your vibration. So that's why we have a great responsibility when we have a physical body to see how we interact with all other souls and the environment and the matrix and pretty trippy. It's a great job, yeah. isn't it? 
To my understanding, <laughs> is that only the brave souls manifest. Yes. Because it takes a lot of guts to go and to start experiencing the crap that we imagine. You yes. know, because you imagine and you have no clue how it really is until you put yourself in that position to experience. That's beautifully said. And then... Yeah. We, we have to have the guts and the courage to move into what we have created. We have to take responsibility right. for what we've created. Yeah. And this is why we only have so many guides to guide us and help us. Right. But we are deliberately being pushed away from this. Oh, sure. So yeah. we suffer because suffering feeds the negative part of our ego and feeds the evil. Okay, so they cannot live without us. <laughs> but they cannot manifest. We are the manifest. We are the manifest. Okay? So yeah. And they have to trick us into manifesting for them. Yeah, don't you think it's fascinating that uh, I've seen a few of the v videos from the World Economic Forum and these people, you know, and they're really mm -hmm. banging away, Darko, on this whole idea that, oh, you people think you're spiritual beings in your souls and you're creating, you're manifesting, and that's just not true. And they're really on it. They really get it that we are, and they're trying to convince us that we can't, right? Have you seen some of those remember, people? <laughs> it's remember, whatever they say is contrary to truth. <laughs> right. Everything. Everything. Wow. Boy. And they, they know that we have them on the run, don't they? They kind of know we have them on of the course. run. Of course. Of <laughs> course. Well, again, a lot of them are really stupid. Yeah. Okay? They are rich and stupid. They are not, not rich because they are smart. They are careless, they are rough, they are killers, huh. liars. That's why they are rich. But they are not, definitely not smart. If they have to be really, really dumb to allow us in 40 years to completely take them apart without them even realizing what's going on. They must be so, st so stupid. So because... You think that there are forces, there must be, if this great awakening thing is real, which it is, there are forces that are taking them apart, and they don't know it. Of course. Of course. Of course. He says, of course. He says. <laughs> there is, how, how do you think you can battle it? You know, people that are blinded with religion, they say, oh, God will come, and God is going to clear. You see, God is making, well, we know, and we see now that, all the weather problems are created by us. Yes. Okay, we, we guide the weather, we create the floods, we create the hurricanes, we create all these disasters. So it's not this God with a beard on the heaven. All right? Uh, we are not that stupid anymore to believe this. Right. But again, people, you know, it's very tough. Some things when you take them in as your truth, it's very, very tough very, to let them go. Very difficult, yeah. That's why it's so challenging for people on spiritual paths or religions to change. It's, yeah. it's very difficult because it's almost mm -hmm. like they're admitting to themselves, well, I can't, I could have been wrong the last 50 years. I, maybe I wasted my time. But I think that's a, it's just a wrong way to look at it. Just look at it. Maybe, maybe there's a new way. Maybe there's a better way. Maybe there's a more lighter way or maybe, you know. It's just the ego that wants to hold on because they don't want to. We don't want to admit that we could have wasted our time, but we didn't waste our time. Well, this is what the journey, well, right? 
this is the nature of uh, uh, self-realizing energy that it is afraid of change. Ah, yeah. So no matter what it is, mm. it is comfortable with its reality, but it's uncomfortable with change because it does not know what change brings. You know, when you are stuck at a job that you really hate, but it's the only thing that you ever did, you are crazy scared to accept a better job. You know, you are pushing garbage and you are paid certain amount of money and you are, okay, I hate this smell and garbage, but I get paid. And somebody says, well, you know, you can go and you can... Start your own business. Be, you can work here and just control all these guys and, and you go, me controlling? Well, well how can well, well, I... Can, yeah. And you... And you stay rather pushing the garbage, okay? The, the, the consciousness is always afraid of change. And, and the unknown, the unknown. Because it, of this. Yeah, it's yeah. it's, it's like, of this. I can't go in there because I don't know what's going to happen if I go in there. Yeah. 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 I, I've seen that, Darko, with uh, different engrams and and coagulated energies that I have like in my neck or something. And and mm -hmm. I can see it sometimes when I'm going in there and you'll hear the thought or you'll feel, I can't go in there because I don't know what will happen. It's so fascinating. Yeah. It's like, but once you see it, then it's gone. Once you see, well, that's not me. I want to go in there. Then it's just gone. This idea that it's dark and spooky, but these are the places, for me, I want to go in and see what's there. Well, I was a, I was a fighter, part, you know, part of my Where, life. What kind of fighting? Uh, what do you mean, fighter? Well, well kickboxing and oh. uh, doing Tang Sudo, but also kickboxing. Right. And uh, every time when I knew that I have a difficult opponent coming, for a week, I would not be able to sleep well. You are psyched, you know. Uh, whoever tells you that they are never afraid of fight, well, they are full of crap. <laughs> you, no matter how good you are, there is always this little uneasy. And then once when you step in a ring and you are there, okay, all of a sudden you cool down and everything gets normal and fear goes away. It becomes part of this experience. And then doesn't matter if you win or you lose you are after this fight and you say and i was so worried about this mm. you know so i lost so much time worrying about and in three minutes it's over and what happened nothing happened <laughs> <laughs> and it die. always happened i didn't die always right? <laughs> you know because again change you're going to do something okay possibility yes this is a rough sport you can you can die I saw uh, uh, jaws dislocated, uh, broken completely off, you know, because uh, kicking is a little harder than boxing. And uh, uh, when you do this, you know anything can happen. But once when you are there and immersed in this, this is when you can actually create and fear goes away. This, you know, this is you are concentrating on your work and everything is fine. Yeah. I, I felt also my deep contemplations that this, I had to get over this idea that if I move into something 
that is unknown or uncomfortable that I would actually not die. You know, you know, this fear of losing everything that we know that we are, of course you won't because you're always going to keep living, right? You're always going to be aware. Right. It might not be in the right. same place, but it's going to be, you will be there. So once I got right. over that, that was a big one. Yeah, that was a big one for me. Did you go yeah, through that because, somewhere? Did you had an experience Well, you're it? part of the energy that ever was and ever will be. Okay, just experiences change. So we're not going to we're not going to evaporate. I mean, we just can't. We just, we, no. Did you go through you that some part energy. in your life you can transmute you, it. that fear of death thing? Did you do you remember when you got that? Uh, well, I was involved in a very bad motorcycle accident where oh. I basically passed out. Uh, so I may as well be dead. Uh, and uh, when I was, when I came back, uh, all torsed, everything was broken in my body. Wow. Uh, they thought they'll, they'll have to amputate my right leg, my uh, right arm was broken, my left leg was broken, my kidneys were smashed, bleeding, my almost all the ribs were crushed. Wow. I was a mess. And uh, then realizing that it was a not big deal. I just felt pain with the first hit. As I hit with the arm, an arm broke, I felt that pain, and then I passed out. Hmm. And no big deal if you die so what you pass out you are gone but you stay conscious so actually see your body there only you are just then a conscious energy of this body that levitates and sees the body you separate and that's all uh there is which is what death no is that's deal. all it is you just that's what it is pass on to the next place you leave you actually leave this robot because it's broken and then if you choose so you look for another robot to have more experiences if you don't want to you don't simple go somewhere else do something else another yeah. reality yeah <laughs> death my goodness what a word huh think about it death yeah <laughs> it's just like sounds spooky doesn't it death <laughs> Well, actually, it's a perfect game. You know, you can do anything and you can damage yourself any way you want. And then you just pick up and change the suit and have another fun. Go somewhere else. Just go somewhere else. Have yeah. some fun. This is why when I realized I was in, in high school, when I realized that a life experience is a game and the way how you play it, it is going to depend if you are going to be happy or not. Are you going to take life seriously or not? And I decided, well, if it is a game, well, let's play. Let's play. Let's not be serious about it. <laughs> and this is why I never held job more than two years. Yeah. I never held profession than more than two years because, yes, I am veterinarian, but I was working as a, a medical in, um investigator of a team uh, with the doctors then i was uh, did i went to school for interior design so i'm licensed interior designer then i had a companies uh, of remodeling uh, contracting so i can put these things together uh, i opened the clothing store so i i have experience in selling and buying 
Then I decided to cruise and to make money this way, I had to become captain. So I got my captain license and thinking six pack, why limit myself? So I got professional captain license up to 200,000 tons. So uh, I was changing constantly and getting experiences in various things. And I think all this helped me. Then when I start thinking and comparing things, it helped me to siphon through what reality is and how it works. And I never, even marriage, I don't take it seriously. I take it, okay, it's uh, great to be with this individual. And if it, when it stops being great, we change the individual. <laughs> What's the big deal? This is why I got divorced once. You know, it didn't work. So separate. What are you going to do? Yeah. Uh, now it's working. Good. Yeah. You know, so why to live miserably when something doesn't work? Life is a game. So you want to have good game, focus on good things, and something is wrong. Eliminate it, take it out of your life, and go with stuff that makes you happy. It's simple. That's well. Then they do this whole marriage thing with "till death do us part." You know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and death never comes. So now you're stuck with the same spirit forever, ever, and ever. I mean, <laughs> that's right. Well, we don't die, so you have this very nice. same person. You know. Uh, yeah. Oh God, it's just. Living on the Earth plane is such a trip, uh, Darko. It's just really fun, isn't it? Is. Really, definitely. And it will be fun if you make it fun. Yeah. And if you if you make it terrible, it will be terrible. It's it's your reality. You are creating it. You decide how. There is no such a thing as bad experience. Experience is experience. My experience with motorcycle. I cannot say it's bad experience. I learned a lot from this experience. Yes, you did. Yes. You know, so it was definitely positive experience. Now, yes, if I would stay crying, oh, I cannot do kickboxing anymore because they shortened my muscle, I cannot spread, right. stretch anymore. Blah, blah, my blah. knees are hurting from, well, I just shift and I focus on something else that makes me happy and go that way. And you know, the fascinating thing about focusing on the now, which is all there is, is that the unknown is always there, but we're always going to keep jumping into, we have the choice to jump into the good stuff or the bad stuff. I mean, we just, we just, where do you want to go? I, I want to go there. Well, go there. <laughs> right. I'm going to go there. And even if you are caught with something that is bad stuff, uh, let's say somebody else hits you. You are not right. in control of this. Yeah. You know? Again, you can get out of it with, let's say, some damage. And now you can learn, ah, maybe I should not be standing there because I really didn't have to stand there. And I have to be more observant. So you can learn from this this way. Or you can go and now I'm going to sue this right. son of a gun. And I'm going to rip you, him on. And these thoughts are all a negative emotion. They draw you of energy and you become sick. Yeah. And you are killing yourself because you want to do harm to someone else that by accident caused problems. Things happen. Okay, so <laughs> it's how we react to the environment is what is going to be the end result of our experience. And if we say that we are the environment, 
Why would we rather get angry about what the environment, quote, did to us? Right. I right. Mean, I mean, doesn't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> experience is experience. It's what you make out of it that creates your life. Yeah. I like that. Well, Darko, it was great fun. Why don't you tell folks what what they can find when they visit you on your Darko Velchek word.wordpress.com? You do, do well, you do consultations? Because somebody just emailed, I'd like to do a consultation with. Do you, do you do those? Do you do? Yeah, yeah. I do consult. That's what I live from because I cannot work. I uh, I'm out of system. Out I of don't this. even have bank account. You're out of the you system. Know, donation goes through my wife. Ah, I see. Okay. And um, uh, basically, yeah, I do consulting and I lead people through protocol because especially if they uh, have chronic problems and higher toxicity, so they uh, understand correctly what is happening. They don't get scared from symptoms. Right, right. Uh, and guiding them also uh, on a spiritual level, um, showing them how they can ob um, overcome fears, all this stuff. The good um, stuff. Uh, the good stuff. <laughs> yeah, it goes through basically Zoom if they have it because I'm not subscribed to Zoom, uh, or through through uh, Skype. Oh, sure. Um, even Messenger, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> and. Uh, um, in my site, uh, there are plenty of articles, several hundreds of hundreds, probably thousands of articles. And uh, if you have a particular health issue, you can just, in a search window, put the keyword and the articles pop out that talk about this issue. Yeah, well, that's great. Doco.wordpress.com. So even though the future, you're thinking you're going to be there for a while? Does have any ideas of your your future that doesn't uh, exist? <laughs> uh, over here in Peru, yeah. uh, everything shows me, even my soul right now is telling me I will be here until uh, another year. Another year. Mm -hmm. So next year I'm going to start traveling again, which means that a system will break, that we are not going to need licenses because... I want. I want to wait until passports are obsolete because I'm uh, nobody's property, and nobody has a right to tell me where I can go and what I can do and not do. Good for you. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> you, you bet. That's great. Well, Mr. Darko, thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate you, and uh, we'll do it again. And uh, let us know if we can help with anything. I'll send you the video if you want to share this with people. And you and your birds you, and, and your and your bees in Peru have a good day, sir. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. Been an honor. May namaste. The, may the namaste. May the blessings be. Well, there you have it. Pretty cool fellow, huh? I mean it's had so much fun. I got notes here that we'll put in the show notes for you. Okay, we are gonna take a little break, Rooney, here until tomorrow morning at ten o'clock. We're gonna talk to a fellow who cured himself of um what do you have? I think he had cancer. Uh, he's a Qigong kind of guy. And then all about money on Wednesday with uh, Fred Jaszewski in the real world of money. And then also Martin Armstrong, who has some AI information that he believes is happening with Russia. And uh, we'll, we'll bring him on Wednesday and get his opinions on such 
stuff. Thank you for your ongoing support. I love you all very much. Let me know if I can help anything at all. Patrick One Radio Network.com. We'll see you tomorrow. See you soon. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com.